Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us on our Olympic broadcast and upcoming Valentine's Day broadcast. What, are you with the Olympics? What? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm calling you from, uh, where am I, Seoul, Korea? Is that where I am? Uh, no, yeah, it's I'm, Pyongyang. Yeah, yeah, what she said. I, I see you've been watching it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying a lot of attention to the Winter Olympics. Uh, welcome. If you want to get to us, you can call us, of course. Check the website for our phone number. Uh, you can get us on our Facebook page at computerandtechnologyradio.com. Love you to check that out. And on Twitter, it is Marsha Collier. I am at Real Mark Cohen. And during tweeting, what should they do? Well, normally and every day, I'd like you to tweet us using the hashtag TechRadio. But T-Chat is down, so I can't use it. So I've got a tweet deck up, which is just what I need in my window. And I want to say hello to Uncle Bill. Good to see you, Marvin. Hi, good to see you. Um, And Jim Katzman, thank you for tweeting out. But it's just been one of those mornings I've had all the challenges. So I have a tweet deck open in my tablet on the side. Yeah, your uh, your tweeting website was down last weekend, too. So uh, is there, I wonder it if there's some kind of issue. It worked for me issue. last week. Oh, you said last week you got on the air and said you couldn't get on to us. So maybe you ultimately did get on. I did. But this time I'm getting a 505. And if, uh, is that drunk El, Chirizo, if El Chirizo was on, he'd tell us what a 505 was. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it, it's maybe uh, breaking it and entering. I can't remember. website no good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, you know, the Olympics, I mean, I love, uh, needless to say, love to support in the U.S. And, and all those things. I've just never had much of an appeal for the Winter Olympics. I, you know, I love the Summer Olympics. Uh, don't love the, are you a big Winter Olympic fan? I love the Winter Olympics. I love the Winter okay. Olympics. I've been uh, tweeting with Uncle Bill. He tweeted a great one. Curling was like the first sport where they, you know, we're all, uh, do you love curling? I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But with that, go ahead. Well, (laughs) I love it. It's so much fun. And so we're all tweeting about it. And I said something to the effect of, in my tweets, I said, you know, they're calling them athletes in the curling area. Right. Yeah, I don't know that I'd call them athletes. Well, it turns out immediately I get called out by somebody who is a curler. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so she pointed me to a story of ranking the hardest Winter Olympic sports. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so before I get into that, I just wanted to say the opening ceremony was epic. Did you see that? You know, I, it's so silly. I don't know why I don't find it as fascinating as everybody else does. I did they watch had the 1,200 summer. drones flying in sequence. Oh, that's pretty sequence. cool. To okay, make so patterns in the sky, and the drones oh. made the Olympic rings in the sky. Oh, that's cool. All right, I'll have it to look was, at that. Technology was the best. It's long, but it's definitely, definitely worth watching. So uh, Kurt Boothman just reminded me. So Uncle Bill, I was telling you, tweeted about curling. And yep. he found a GIF, which was adorable. And it was from one of the, uh, I think from NBC, and it was somebody that gave their kid a Swiffer and pushed a ball toward the Swiffer to teach okay. the kid how to curl. 
Oh, that's the thing and you clean your, your floor with. Yeah, the, the, so basically you yeah. you got the kid to mop the floor. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Didn't somebody really famous like Mark Twain write a book about getting people to do things like painting a fence? Remember that story? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, uh, so the number eight most difficult Olympic sport is yeah. curling. Uh, okay. According to the list, you know, because most people look at it and say, hey, I could do that, right? right? But people end up trying and realize that it's a lot harder than it looks. Oh, it, I'm in a sure single, it is. In a single game, sweepers, that's the guy with the... With the, uh, with the sweeper. Swiffer, yeah, with the swiffer. The swiffer, sweeper. Can cover yeah. as much as four miles. Wow. So training emphasizes cardio and upper body strength. Okay. The schedule lasts nearly the entire duration of the games and usually includes two matchups per day. Okay. So some players will compete for nearly 50 hours total. Okay. So, yeah, no thanks. Uh, Still props don't like to it, curling. Okay. Yay, Skeleton okay. is number seven, which what? to me. I don't even know what it, that is. Skeleton? <laughs> Clearly, I'm not watching the Winter Olympics. Dear what Lord, is skeleton? Dear Lord. Skeleton is like a bobsled for one person. Basically, okay. you lay down on a sled. Oh, the luge. They use the luge track. Okay. But skeleton is different. You steer by shifting your body, yeah, using okay. your core almost exclusively to dictate micro movements and shifts in weight. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. That's pretty, it takes I have to 60 say, seconds. Yeah. yeah, now that I know what you're talking about. That's pretty cool. It, you know, that, that's fast and can kill you. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, number six is the ski jump. Right. Which, you know, you figure, yeah, so what, you know. But the bottom line is, when you're up there, you have to stay as straight and aerodynamic as possible. So imagine holding a plank position while going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, in midair, by the way. Hello? Right, in midair. Yeah. Yeah, so that's hard. Number yeah, that's five hard. That is I the bobsled. Now, that's even the smallest two-person sled is nearly 300 pounds. Okay. So four-man sleds are 460, so that you've got all these people on it. So it's on you and your team to take from standstill um, to maybe 25 miles an hour in less than five seconds before hopping in. <laughs> My car is faster than that, but that's okay. And you'll find it interesting that a lot of the bobsled people came from track and field. And if you look at the people participating in the bobsled, it's going to be great. I mean, countries like Ghana and the whole thing. These are people who were track and field people who can do this, like Skeleton. They will hit up to 90 miles an hour over a mile-long track yeah, with that's 15 moving. to 20 curves. Yeah, so power yeah, cleans cool. and squat jumps are good training. Um, I mean, that's a crazy sport. Slalom, another, which is kind of slow. Yeah. But you really, you know, you make a mistake and you go flying. So yeah. you have to do cross training and all that stuff, cycling. Okay. Number three is speed skating, mm -hmm. which I figured if you can skate, you know, like you can walk, you can run. Now, it seems no, skaters reach that's, speeds yeah. over 30 miles per hour on a flat surface. Their right. legs are doing all the work. Oh, so yeah. That's no, really that's a hard. tough sport. Nordic skiing, which I don't know the difference between Nordic skiing and regular skiing, but the Americans have never taken a gold in any of the Nordic skiing, like cross-country, things like that. It's not leisurely. You have to work full tart, full, full tart, full tilt from start to finish. Oh, yeah. And the last one, the most difficult, is the biathlon, which started yeah. out as military training. That's a cool one. So, 
Yeah, so the two sports that make up the buy are cross-country skiing, which is the second hardest thing, and riflery, mm -hmm. with two to six shooting ranges studying each course. So, I don't know, training, endurance, and the whole thing, no matter, I mean, most of the people have four to five years of training, and... I don't know, do you do it at the same time? <laughs> or Boy, somebody correct me. I mean, our, I see everybody tweeting on Twitter, and I can't get back to the thing, but it just these seems like really hard. This is something yeah. that I, I don't no, know. No, that's tough. That, that's a definitely uh, difficult. I can shoot, but I can't ski, so I can do half of that event from a okay, standstill. Okay, there you go. So you had yeah. a thing about people... Uh, well, watching the uh, where yeah. you can watch it, yeah. Yeah, you can watch. You know, the the easy it, look. If you're someone that does not have a cable service or smart TVs or you know something that attaches, the easiest way, frankly, is to have a, a just a cheap antenna, which you can put in your house or you can attach to a TV, even indoor. We've talked about those uh, indoor antennas that look like cardboards that can cost you about 20 bucks and just plug into your TV, and you can actually get local TV reception because the Olympics are being broadcast on NBC. If you have a step up from there, you go to NBCOlympics.com. NBC, of course, is the Olympic sponsor. They paid $4 billion for the rights through 2020, uh, so you need to pay TV log on it is a lot of $4 billion. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Uh, I, that's more than I made last year, so that's a lot of money. Uh, you need a pay TV logon or one of the services uh, to scan everything on the web. You can use the official NBC Sports app. It will have every event, the live and on-demand uh, on events, as well as the highlights. You can get it with an iOS and Android, Windows devices, streaming and media players like Roku, uh, Chromecast, and Amazon Fire. Even on the gaming systems like Xbox or PlayStation, you can watch it. Uh, so, again, but you do have to have a TV uh, login to watch. For example, if you have DirecTV or you have Dish Network as we do, you can typically sign on for free. Just you have to put in your password for your local provider, and that will give you you know connection to it. This year they're using actually NBC Sports virtual reality app. So uh, that's one where you can, I guess, you feel like you're skiing with the skier. I don't know if the skier actually has some kind of uh, VR device on them as they're skiing, but they're going to have a VR NBC Sports app. Uh, if you have Sling Blue TV or Sling TV, uh, you can watch that uh, through your mobile desktop, your set-top boxes, your gaming consoles, uh, depending upon where you are and, and what you have access to. Uh, that is available. If you have Hulu, live TV subscribers can get all of the NBC coverage included in their 40 bucks a month service, which I find pretty expensive. Um, and you can watch it, the whole thing on Hulu. So many, many ways and that Dish you can do that. And Dish has a channel. For, you can watch Olympics. four different four different Olympic events. Have you checked that out? Uh, you know, I have not checked. Well, because I haven't really watched any of the Olympics. Because you yet, don't no, care about the Olympics. Because I it. don't care about the Winter Olympics. I hope we win every medal that we're up for. But I'm just not a. I've never been an outside, you know, ski buff. So I guess that has something to do with it. I'm more of a, you know, I grew up a running track and field and uh, all the events. I've probably yeah, nobody participated cares. in. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's the Olympics. Wait, my mother cared a lot. She used to come to That's no, right. Never mind. I'm sure uh, your so mother anyway. is watching the Olympics. So uh, I have well, to I find was, a, yeah. a piece of theme music for okay. Elon Musk news every week. Cause, like, yeah, well, I was something. just thinking that. We have a story every week about Elon Musk, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk has become our mascot. Yep. 
and and kind of we have to give our Elon Musk news, which Starman, how cool was that? That was actually, I have to say, as dumb as you and I talked about it being, which we're talking about the car that got launched into space, it was actually very cool watching it. Right, and and he went to the trouble of the cameras and the whole thing. Yeah, and that was cool. It, it uh, and the, did you see the two side rockets land perfectly? I did not see that. I only saw the uh, Starman. <laughs> it's just like keep up, man, keep up, Olympics. Yeah, I got a lot of Elon stuff I'm doing. And... It's been a busy week. So, so the the. The, but the problem is the main rocket with the payload of the car didn't yeah. exactly do what it was supposed to do. Did you know that? <laughs> uh, yes, I was aware of that. Okay, so it didn't go into the Mars orbit as expected. Right. So, you know, Elon Musk made made a few jokes, you know, how, how it's going to work out. And, yeah, I think the reason Elon Musk did all the brouhaha with, NASA, I mean, aside from the SpaceX launch and the whole thing, but put the car in, is the next day uh, Tesla's numbers came out on the stock market. They were not pretty. <laughs> uh, the company reported $675 million in losses attributable to shareholders in Q4, wrapping up 2017 with almost $2 billion in losses for the year. Hey, yeah. look over here. I've got a car in orbit. I've got a car in orbit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, I think still, the best job for the future training is to become a Tesla mechanic. Because when they're not around anymore, you're going to have a lot of people that need their cars repaired. So I think I'm going to well, learn to be a Tesla mechanic. I, I kind of, I kind of uh, figure they're going to sell to a car company, wouldn't you? You know, there was some talk about somebody being—I can't remember who it was now—but there actually was some talk about. Tesla being purchased by someone, and I don't know who that was. But you know, the question is, I mean, the company reported 12 billion in revenue, so they've got revenues coming in. People want their products. Yeah, yeah. People you know, are buying um, flamethrowers at $500 a pop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they do. They got well money they, coming in. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see. And we and we had talked about a couple of months ago that they projected that if they didn't get an infusion of cash, they would be out of money by March or April. So I, you know, I don't know. It's going to but be. But look very over here! Time. I just shot a car into space. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, how many people have actually shot a car into space? I got gotcha. you. Know? But he is, he is brilliant. He is brilliant. Yeah. I, you know, the Model Three still not shipping. They right. claim. They claim. They had only delivered 1,500 Model 3s in Q4 of last year. Remember, people's dollars are still uh, uh, lots. I don't remember what was it. Lots. Many. Lots. Yeah, many. Many. Yeah. 50,000 or something. It was crazy. Right. Right. So he sloughs this off in the earnings call by saying, heck, if we can send a roadster to the asteroid belt, we can probably <laughs> solve Model 3 production. Ha, ha. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's a fascinating he, guy. He claims he's going to, by the end of Q1 2018, which would be the end of March, mm -hmm. that they will be sending out 5,000 per, oh, 2,500 by the end of Q1 per week, and 5,000 per, per week by the end of Q2. Now, I don't know how quite that's going to happen if they only did 1,500 in Q4. Yeah, but they they better get their duct tape. Out. I mean, they I mean, they, they would have to go from fifteen hundred to ten thousand. That's a big right? jump producing cars. Right. So uh, that'll be interesting. And to see. and also speaking um, about the truck, the semi. Uh huh. He said, "I want that." 
he said a run rate of 100,000 units a year would be a reasonable expectations four years from now. Wait, 100,000 a year? Yeah. That's a except, lot of big Except rigs. they're not rolling off yet. <laughs> they are cool, though. I have to say they are cool. And he talked about the Gigafactory in Sparks, Nevada, and yeah. saying the semi-automatic lines are working, so maybe they will be able to get some batteries out. What would really be cool is if you owned one of the, uh, the big rigs and then you mounted two flamethrowers on the hood of it. Wade, do you but think that would is, you like to do? The, the thing is that got me is on the earnings call, he said, quote, a primary objective for Tesla is pro productizing the Gigafactory. That's okay. their battery, you know, thing, yeah. place, right. okay? But I thought it was putting out cars. I'm just curious. You know, what I don't know, and I've never actually looked to see, is if all these companies fall under the Tesla umbrella, or are they separately run companies like the, uh, what's the name of his company? The funny name of his flamethrower company. Boring Company. Boring, boring Company, yeah, company. the Boring Company. Is that actually part and parcel of the Tesla name under that umbrella? I don't know the answer. Yeah, we don't know. You're the finance guy. You would Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never looked into it. Oh, I, Uncle, know, Bill just, Uncle Bill just tweeted a great picture. Tech Radio at Real Mark Cohen's house watching the Olympics and has people bringing out trays and trays of beers for everybody. Uh, which would be the wrong place for me, but thank you, because I don't drink. Uh, well, unless it's a margarita, I don't drink. Uh, but, yeah, I'll have to look. Thank you. Oh, I'll have to watch that uh, video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, see, yeah I see the video it's now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that gift. wouldn't be our house. That would be more like iced tea at our house, but who knows. Uh, all right, so let's be on Elon Musk. Let's get to the most important news of the day. Clearly the most important, the most news. important news. Yes. Yeah. What are the new emojis for 2018? Is, this is fabulous. There's going to be 157 new emojis. Yeah. Uh, as it stands, we have 2,666. I would say 2,060 of those, I can barely figure out what they're saying. I mean, right. you know, that I yeah, don't exactly. know. <laughs> they're yeah. so damn small, especially yeah. on a phone. I mean, right. it's ridiculous. But on Android, and tell me if you have this on an iPhone, uh, it has a search for emoji feature. So you can type in smiling, crying, uh, well, as winking. You, well, on an iPhone, as you type smile, an emoji will pop up. And yeah, that happens, yeah. Right. that happens, too. That happens, too. I've never looked to search for one, though, on an iPhone. Yeah, they have a search for one. Um, 77 unique emojis, all with we're having different skin colors. Uh -huh. And finally, we are going to get ginger red-headed emojis, which we're very excited we get uh, red with, and we get curly hair, and white hair, huh? Huh? Superheroes, yeah. supervillains, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited. Great. There's a lobster emoji. They've never had a lobster emoji. There's a raccoon. raccoon. Raccoon, yeah. llamas, hippos, right. kangaroos, badgers, swans, peacocks, parrots, mosquitoes, microbes, teddy bears. Um, this is very exciting. Mango, lettuce, a bagel, a bagel. Why hasn't bagel. there been a Ooh, yeah, right. That's hard to believe that there has never, never been a bagel there. I mean, this is this is very exciting. So supposedly, they will be co coming to iOS and um, on Android this year. And the reason it's the same on both, although they look different when they are on the different phones, is it's made by Unicode. And if it's kind of a nerdy thing to talk about. 
But mm-hmm. these are characters that are derived from code. So Unicode emoji, this will be Unicode emoji 11.0. Now, we are being turned into slowly people that don't need the human word or the English language anymore. We're kind of all becoming Clint Eastwood, who, if you can say it with one word, that's really all you need to do. So we've gone from talking to each other to texting each other to only using emojis to express how we feel. So eventually, we won't have any need to speak anymore. We'll just send three emojis. Well, Mark, if you think about it, we're really going back to hieroglyphs. Right. I mean, <laughs> well, true. That's a, you're we're, absolutely we're right. Just, we're going all the way back. Why? Why? Because people can't spell on all kinds of uh, other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that King Tut and and all those cool people? The, yeah, those guys. Use them. Yeah, these are the ones. Yeah. You, so anyway, you, you I don't know when me. those so, are coming. Do you use Chrome every day? Uh, I do. I do. I've used a couple okay. of different ones, but yeah, for the most part, I would say I use Chrome. Chrome browser. Yeah, Chrome browser, right? Okay. So, do you get the annoying notification prompt? I'm I'm gonna bet almost everybody has that says, YouTube wants to show wants to show notifications, and you have to click block or allow. Have I must have those? blocked it because I don't remember getting it. So I either got it, either the answer is no, I haven't. Or you one. haven't updated your Chrome. Or, or, it's possible. <laughs> Although it, oh, it, it, it's entirely possible because we're in a financial community where you right. can't just update things, right? So, so what happens, Mark, to the rest of us with the newer browsers? It pops up like Facebook.com wants to send you notifications, right? Uh, and this annoys the hell. No, Home Depot. Yeah. I don't want it. No, I don't want notifications from you, Home Depot. So right. what you do? If you want to use Chrome, and I love Chrome, you go over to the settings, which is clicking the three dots at the end, click on settings from the drop-down menu, then you go to content, notifications, and you'll have to copy, uh, or you can just copy and paste from the thing I tweeted, and you can indicate by flipping a toggle, ask before sending to blocked. And it will okay. just block all of the notifications in Chrome. And I think that's so important. Yeah. So have you used, by I... the way, talking about browsers, have you used uh, the new Firefox Focus? Yes. Have you seen this one? Yes. Um, yeah, this one automatically gives you private browsing. So you just hit erase and it, and it uh, takes everything out. And a lot of people who don't want their browser history to be used, this is the new one from Firefox. It's called Firefox Focus. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm using like four different uh, uh, browsers just to test what they are. And I would say for the most part, Firefox, I think, is probably the fastest. Have you found any that you like particularly I of don't all the browsers? Like, honestly, my favorite browser, but it doesn't work with anything, is the new version of Microsoft Edge. Okay. It's the, the one you use on Windows 10. What a great, fast browser. Yeah. But, and it is not a memory hog. You can have tons of tabs open. So uh, I think it's fabulous. Oh, but good. I, te- I use Chrome. Uh, Kurt Boothman tweeted, launch this into space and I'll be impressed. And it was the Tesla semi-truck, which is pretty funny. Oh, that would be, oh, you're right, Kurt. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, launch that into space. Buddy. That would be awesome, yeah. Uh, uh, and right, Marvin we'll do- says in his business he uses emojis and texting to customers that are more comfortable with that form of communications. It amazes me just how many people would rather receive a text versus a phone call. See, Marvin, I've been telling you this for a long time. 
And Jim Katzeman says, the next emoji I use will be my first one. Come on, Jim. Send send me an emoji. Hashtag tech radio. Jim, get into (laughs) at least the 19th century. Start using your emojis because God knows who's talking. I use emojis. Oh, wait, I use emoji. I used emoji with you this morning. You sent me a text, and how did I respond back? With an OK Uh, symbol. Oh, did I not? A little hand. I I don't know. I I can't look at three things. I can't because I'm doing the tablet with TweetDeck. I'm sorry. You didn't see the the one with my full fingers and one of them possibly down and up. And, you know, yeah, go ahead, Marshall. Well, yeah, exactly. So what do we got up next? Because I'm trying to. Well, we don't have a lot of time until we go to break. Uh, mobile apps that people regret using? Yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really, I mean, have you ever put up, download an app, and you just go, oh, God, this is sucking my life? Yeah, yeah all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. But you but you just waste your time and use them, right? I, no, I use them, well, I use them, and then when I realize, with the exception of, let's call it, uh, Candy Crush, which I have slowed down on, I have to confess. Well, um, there's a great chart on lifehacker.com, and I'll tweet it out later, that Netflix people are most happy with. Uh, phone, <laughs> the phone part, they're not as happy. YouTube, uh, settings, FaceTime, WhatsApp, Snapchat. Now, those are in descending order. Uh, Safari, Facebook, right. Messenger, Instagram, and it goes down from there. You know, I just don't download apps. I only download things if I really, really, really expect that I want to use them. Well, it's so you. easy to delete. You know, sometimes I'll download things just to test them out, and you know, some for the show, some for myself. But I will use apps. I have too many. But then I clear off my, you know, my phone screen because I don't like the clutter. I'll put them in a folder or I'll delete them all together. Right. But or I, I have a it. folder on mine that says crap. <laughs> No, uh, the crap folder, the famous crap folder. Yes, the crap stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's just, uh, what else do we have? You had free stuff from Microsoft, which I thought was kind of uh, cool. Yeah, I know. do we have enough time here to do this? We can give this a try. Uh, basically, oh, no, we don't have enough time. Let, let's just, let's talk about who's tweeting us. I think that's much more fun. All right, well, let's Linda see Sherman to... said, great tips about the latest Chrome update from Marsha Kai. Thanks, Linda. We really appreciate it. I'll retweet that. Marvin says, I love tech radio 100%. Mm-hmm. Marvin, oh, we, we love, love you, you too. Marvin. Thank you. We got we the got buy of the week coming up back. next. Yeah, buy the week and other stuff. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll, back. we'll pick up where we left off. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McCullough brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcCullough.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcCullough.com. 